<laughs> Do you need a little longer? Nah, we'll be good. Okay. Or not. Hello, pod people, and welcome back to another episode of Big Bad Nonsense. I am Sock, and I am sitting with the jolly man himself, Biscuit. You calling me fat? I said jolly. Yeah, but it's like Christmas and stuff, and he's... I'm friendly, guys. Hi. (laughs) Biscuit, how are you doing in this holiday season? I am broke as shit. How are you? The same. Who isn't broke right now, really? Um, Washington. Like the the George? No, I. I mean, he's. I don't think he's got a lot going on right now. I meant like those clowns in Congress. Am I right, folks? Ha! <laughs> so, pod people, it's great that we're back here. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. That whole um. I've been working weekends a lot, and uh, Sock was busy getting some detailing done at his apartment. Big news, um, they're getting electricity. It is true. Uh, The large gap uh, in podcast releases is largely my fault, uh, because I've been very busy with work, and then, of course, our apartment was renovated. Uh, We did already have electricity surprise surprise uh but now we also have running water wow yeah so you guys are just classing it up yeah um we're, we're going a little deep without uh, one of my oh who's who's hold on somebody's at the door oh you better answer that <laughs> oh. what's up fuckers ah it's juice bro yeah yeah oh, god it's really hard to get a gig right now, so I'm doing this, huh? I get a joke! Alright, give it to us. Knock, knock! Who's there? Owls go! Owls go who? You got that right, fucker! <laughs> Alright, thank you for that, Juice Bro. Alright, I'm gonna get out of here. Peace! Uh, peace on Earth. Well, that was kind of fun. It, it, it is. Uh, it's been a while since we've heard from Juice Bro. Yeah, nice little uh, PG joke, other than the fact that he swore immediately after. Yeah, but uh, he's allowed to. I mean, we're listed as an explicit podcast. I don't think there's many children who've picked us Ooh. up. Oh, we're edgy. Oh, we are edgy. I like it. Well, Biscuit, normally this is where I'd say, you know, hey, Let's start the show and open the mailbag, but we don't really have any mail. Wow, that's fucking sad. It is. Uh, the only thing I can say is maybe, hey, listeners, email us. Maybe it's got something to do with us arbitrarily taking like a month and a half off. It might do. Uh, also, there's the whole thing that, you know, our last episode was about the militias and stuff like that. And, you know, what are people going to say, really? Um I mean, I was hoping to get, like, some death threats. From who? Militias? I don't think they listen to podcasts. <sighs> okay. They're well, too busy really... with their dildo collections. Yeah, okay. I, I, I didn't really have a follow-up there, so I'll just let you win this one. All right, simple enough. Uh, I would like to remind listeners that BigBadNonsense at gmail.com, if you want to send us an email, or Twitter at BigBadNonsense. Hit us up. Or I will kill your family. Uh, 
Biscuit probably won't kill your family, but he will no, fart. I on definitely you? will. I okay. definitely will. He he might uh, he might expel gas in your direction, but so I was thinking that uh, maybe since this is the holiday season, uh, we could get into a little bit of uh, Christmas stuff. Ooh, a theme. Oh, I yeah. love themes. Well, I mean, last year we had a Christmas episode as well. We uh, we talked about the Yev the Goat. And it was on fire! <laughs> it, it didn't burn last... Have you been following it this year? Uh, I haven't, actually. Is it dead yet? No, uh, there was a bit of a scare. It's been up the whole time. It hasn't caught on fire, so it's <laughs> still alive. Uh, there was a bit of a scare. The fire department was called at one point... Because um, it was thought that the the smaller goat, the the natural science club goat, uh, was on fire, but it turned out to be a false alarm that someone had actually just taken an even smaller goat near the area and set that on fire. <laughs> uh, what are these people on? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's strange. I mean, uh, listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, you're going to have to go back and listen to our maybe fourth or fifth episode. I forget which one it is, where we talk about the Yevla goat and the strange tradition of setting a straw goat on fire. Yeah, and let's go, arsonists. Get it together. (laughs) Everybody start setting fires. Go out and burn something. Please do not take anything Biscuit says literally. Okay, start fires! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, the security is really tight around the Yevla goat since last year. I mean, last year it didn't burn down. This year it's still up. So, but I mean, there's time. It stays up until after New Year's. Yeah, you hear that? There's time. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> so, oh, and also, uh, I think I also mentioned like last year when we talked about it, uh, if it burns before the Feast of St. Lucia, then uh, they put up a new one, and this, the Feast of St. Lucia has passed. So if this burns down, that's it. It's it's gone for the rest of the season. So let's take that fucker out. Oh, boy. Uh, Biscuit, can I interest you in a little bit of trivia? <laughs> yeah! Okay, super. What I've got for you is I've got some Christmas trivia to test your Christmas intelligence. This is going to be embarrassing, isn't it? Well, I've got a mixture of... Easy and more difficult questions, all related to Christmas. I can't wait to screw up the first softball that you throw me. <laughs> Listeners, I encourage you to follow along as we do this. Pause the episode, shout out your answer, uh, and then unpause to see if you are correct. Uh, especially do this if you're listening to our podcast on a bus or some sort of public transport, so people think you're very strange. While you're out starting fires. So, Biscuit, are you ready? Ready as I'm going to get. Okay, first question. How many ghosts show up in A Christmas Carol? (laughs) This is probably an easy one, too, right? It is. I have no idea. Are you serious? One. No. Two. Uh, Have you seen A Christmas Carol? 69. (laughs) I can't tell if you're being deliberately obtuse or if you if you genuinely have you you've seen a Christmas Carol, right? Maybe. Like Ebenezer I mean, Scrooge and the whole. I mean, I'm familiar with the idea of it, but you're talking to a man that's never seen The Wizard of Oz. 
Are you for real? I'm dead serious with that one, yeah. That usually <laughs> makes people mad. Real? Well, I'm not angry about it. I, I guess there's... All right. There are four ghosts in A Christmas Carol. Yeah. Steve, Harry, Frank, and other Steve. <laughs> no, no. Uh, the ghost of Christmas past, present, and yet to come, as well as the ghost of Bob Marley. <laughs> Bob makes an appearance, huh? That's good, he's getting work. Uh, actually, Rob... Wait, is it Bob Marley? Robert Marley. Yes, Robert Marley is the name of the, the <laughs> yeah, character. He just shows up, he's like, Buffalo Soldier! <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. This is a music question. Oh, that's gonna go very well. You're, 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 you're zero, for, zero for one right now. Elvis has a Christmas song. What kind of Christmas is Elvis going to have without you? That's that's the lyric to the song. A blue Christmas. There we go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, Christmas movies. In Home Alone, have you seen Home Alone? Yes. Okay. In Home Alone, Kevin's family, they go away on holiday and they accidentally leave him behind. Where did they go on holiday? New York. No. That, I think you're confusing it with Home Alone 2 now. Oh, uh, yeah. There's one that's lost in New York. Or yeah. Something like that. Well, space. <laughs> he's, he's at Home Alone with burglars, and they're like, what, on Mars or something? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. And then it cuts to Macaulay Culkin. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the correct answer is Paris. Okay. All That's right. That's fun. <laughs> this is a Santa Claus question. Okay. All right. So Santa Claus, of course, is based on St. Nicholas. What modern-day country was St. Nicholas born in? <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, Actually, a lot of people probably wouldn't know this. Yeah, well... Uh. <laughs> Somalia. <laughs> okay, a little further north. Uh, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in in addition, okay, on the list of things that Biscuit doesn't know, we've got the Wizard of Oz, uh, Christmas Carol, and now like geography, space. The correct answer is Turkey. Yeah, that would have taken a while. <laughs> okay, next question. Can you name the eight original reindeer? <laughs> Rudolph? And oh, no, 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 no. Excluding Rudolph. So the eight original uh, ones. Dasher and Prancer and Blitzen and... Um, DMX. And, uh, <laughs> I got a couple. Of that, you well, got the three. Dasher, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Prancer. I don't think that's one. <laughs> so Dasher, Dancer, Blitzen, and DMX. That's, that's <laughs> So you're acting like I asked you to name all the members of like the Wu Tang or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's actually a video of DMX doing it, doing that whole song. He's like Dasher and Dancer, and oh, he doesn't say Prancer. He's like Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. What? 
<laughs> it's really good. You should look that up. Okay, yeah, I will. <laughs> okay, right now I'm sure that like there are, you know, at least 20 listeners at any given time like tuning into this podcast who are like screaming at you, uh, who just want They're to shout. Just, like, driving off the highway on purpose. Okay, so the the eight original reindeer. <laughs> Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitzen. So Prancer was one. Yes. You fucker, you misled me. No, 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 I said you got three. You were like oh, Dasher, thought... Dasher, Prancer, and then Blitzen. I said, I said Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Blitzen, DMX. Uh, no, I think you skipped over... Oh, who cares? <laughs> I'm not making a very good argument for myself. <laughs> Okay, do you know the song The Twelve Days of Christmas? I'm aware it exists. Okay, like you know a partridge in a pear tree and all that stuff, right? Five golden rings. There you go, okay. So if you added up all the gifts in The Twelve Days of Christmas, how many would there be total? See, now you're just bringing in math and trying to be hurtful. Do you, do you want to take a stab at it? 69. Uh, 364. Close. <laughs> I, I guess. Sure. All right. We'll give you that one. Okay. This next one. If you don't get this next one, I, I, I'm I going to just come and strangle you. Uh, how do you <laughs> say... <laughs> how many have I gotten right? Like one? Uh, okay. Let's see. So you got one... <laughs> one. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, how do you say Merry Christmas in Spanish? Feliz Navidad. Okay. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you got that one. Yeah. Finish strong. <laughs> okay, a few more here. Uh, next, what was Frosty the Snowman's nose made out of? A carrot, come on. No. Yes, it was. No. It's a fucking carrot. Frosty the Snowman from the song. Uh, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Cole was his eyes. Uh, I'm sticking with carrot. It's Fuck not. You. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it was a button. Okay. Do, do you not know the lyrics to Frosty the Snowman? Frosty the Snowman was a big fat fuck. <laughs> a a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Okay. I'm sticking with, stick with carrot. I'm protesting. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, do you eat turkey for Christmas? Sure. I can, sure. It's cool. Fuck <laughs> turkey. Will you be eating turkey this Christmas? Probably not. Okay. What will you be having instead? Um, probably a shotgun. <laughs> That's not food. No. Uh, well, I'm sticking with that one, too. Okay. Okay. So, turkey, traditional American, North American uh, Christmas feast. Uh, what is that red dangly thing uh, on a turkey's neck called? I got a red dangly thing for you. <laughs> that shouldn't be red. Yeah. No, should I see somebody? 
Yes. <laughs> All right. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, a g- gizzard. Uh, gizzard is, I think, what their stomach is called. Beard. Uh, no. Penis. <laughs> I'm just imagining some child and being like, "Hey, Daddy, what's like the 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 red thing on a turkey's neck called? A penis." Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's the cor- good stuff. <laughs> the correct answer is a waddle. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> okay. Now, plum pudding. Are you familiar with plum pudding? I'm aware it exists. This seems to be a running theme with a lot of these questions. You're aware yeah, it exists. Yeah, it's like, I've heard it Okay. at some point. But you're, you like cooking. Have, you've never cooked plum pudding? I don't think so, no. Okay. Uh, plum pudding, traditional traditional Christmas uh, dessert. Before you... So after you cook the plum pudding and before you serve it and eat it, what do you do with it? I would say you cool it. But it's <laughs> it's not going to be the answer. No, it isn't. Dip your balls in it. <laughs> Uh, the correct answer is you set it on fire. Cool! <laughs> uh, okay, uh, this next one, I really don't think you're going to get it, but when is the Feast of Stephen? <laughs> At night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the correct answer is the 26th of December. Sure, <laughs> yeah, we'll go with it. Pr- probably at night, yes. Yeah, see, so it's like... I'm going to say I'm up to two and a half, correct. Okay, okay. Uh, how many points on a snowflake? That's different every time. Like, we're no, all... No, no, no. Like, the the, the, the snowflake crystal has, like, a, a set number of points on it. Like, they all have unique designs. But the, the main points of the crystal, there's a set number. I didn't know that. It's true. Science. Uh, 69. <laughs> Any question where I ask for a number, you're going to say 69 now, aren't you? Yeah, I'm more... Yeah. Okay, the correct answer is 69. <laughs> so you were close. Okay, so like the outer... I didn't know that. That's dope, dude. I, I actually didn't know that either. When I found this question, I was like, oh, wait, what is it? Eight, nine? And it's six, apparently. I didn't know that was set. Okay. Cray, cray. Okay, poinsettias. You know the flower poinsettias. Yeah, I'm aware it exists. Yeah, again, the, those red Christmas flowers. Uh, yeah. Which, I'm going to narrow it down for you because I don't think you'll get it otherwise. Which North... <laughs> Am- <laughs> Based on what? <laughs> no, which North American country... So that's that's a very narrow narrow field. Which North American country is a poinsettia native to? Canada. No. <laughs> Hawaii. <laughs> the correct answer is Mexico. Sure. <laughs> Until Trump builds a wall anyway. Oh, yeah. Very great wall. <laughs> okay. If at a Christmas party someone gave you frumenti, what would you do with it? 
<laughs> Shove it up my ass. <laughs> I don't know how pleasant that would actually be. Uh, dance with it. I don't know. <laughs> you would eat it. Okay. It's porridge. It's a crisp. It's a sweet porridge. If somebody in 2019 walks up and hands me porridge, I'm not eating it because there's something going on. <laughs> it's it's more of a traditional thing. I don't think people really eat frumenti anymore. Yeah, you don't just go up and hand a dude porridge. <laughs> okay. I think that's how you get your ass kicked. <laughs> okay, now this next one, you have to finish the sentence. Man, you got a lot of these. Yeah, I, there's only a few more. I've got maybe one, two, three, six more. <laughs> there's only a couple. I got... <laughs> 14 more. <laughs> well, I'm sure that uh, either our listeners are very amused right now or just throwing down their phones and MP3 players in disgust. <laughs> just putting guns in their mouths left and right. Okay, finish the sentence. Mission accomplished. <laughs> finish the sentence. In the year 1647, the Parliament of England made Christmas... Great again. <laughs> the opposite of that. Bad for the first time. <laughs> Illegal? Yes, you got it. Damn! <laughs> Good job. In 1647, they made Christmas illegal. Why? Uh, that was when the Puritans took over the Parliament of England, and uh, they sort of said that, you know, uh, the celebration is too, I guess... He, he hedonists or something, so they said, you know, it should be a somber thing, no more Christmas parties or whatever. Oh, no fun allowed in here, you fucking cunt! <laughs> okay, next question. Before goose or turkey or anything like that, what was the traditional Christmas meal in England? It was something with mustard. Some ham? You're very close. Beaver! <laughs> now you're incredibly not close. How, how do you go from, like, ham to beaver? Well, I, I thought that'd be kind of fun, but, like, boar or something? Uh, the correct answer is a pig's head. Well, pigs, that's ham with eyes. <laughs> I'll give you half a point. Okay, I'll uh, take it. So it's, <laughs> like, four for... 69? Yeah, something like that. Uh, Do women reindeer grow antlers? No. Yes. No! (laughs) Yes, they do. They're not allowed. It's like they can't vote. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure there's some men's rights activists there who are like screaming out and terror right now if you're an mra and you're listening i want you to get in your car um find a telephone pole and drive really fast at it (laughs) okay what color is a holly berry red yes yeah (laughs) it was the obvious answer uh were, did you really have to think about that, or were you just sort of sighing and like, okay, that's a softball one? I I thought it was a trick question. Okay. I, I had to put some easy ones in there, because I kind of figured you might have difficulty with some of these. 
but I'm doing great. Oh, you are. Okay. What color is a mistletoe berry? Red. Mm, no. God. Green. <laughs> Maybe before it's ripe. Mustard. <laughs> the correct answer is white. No, nobody's going to get that. It's impossible. What, mistletoe berries? Yeah. Tons of people decorate mi with mistletoe. Yeah, I like to hang a little leaf right above my dick. What Christmas drink is historic? Because you're supposed to kiss things under it. That's the joke. E e we got it. Okay. <laughs> what Christmas drink is historically known as milk punch? Eggnog. Yes. Boom. Okay. And the last question, which is the lead into uh, our, the rest of our show, what are the principal ingredients to eggnog? Egg and nog and <laughs> nutmeg. Uh, you've got egg, you've got nutmeg, and there are three other ingredients that you're missing. Uh, um, formaldehyde. <laughs> um, broccoli. Um, and salted pork. <clears throat> Anyone, if Biscuit ever invites you over to his house for eggnog... Don't go, because it's going to be horrible. Ah, oh, I'm inviting you to the bone zone. <laughs> the correct it's a trap. <laughs> yeah. The correct answer is milk, cream, sugar, egg, and nutmeg. Yeah, egg and... Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Uh, so, Biscuit, I, I haven't really been keeping track of your points. You've got maybe five? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> no... <laughs> Yeah, it's four or five, something like that. Let's be generous and say you got five. Yeah, crushed it. <laughs> okay, with that, listeners, uh, we're going to move on to the rest of the show. I want to remind everyone, bigbadnonsense at gmail.com, Twitter at bigbadnonsense. We're available on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Um, the one I always forget, what is the one I always forget? Sound place uh spotify that's what i always forget spotify and tune in that's tune in's the one that usually fuck up but no, it's okay, spotify. At least you, as long as you screwed something up okay <laughs> okay and with that let's move on with the rest of the show This break in audio is brought to you by Chewbacca Sucks. Biscuit. What? Eggnog. As we learn, egg plus nog. <laughs> I actually had to look this up because I was sitting there thinking, what is a nog? And apparently a nog is just a cup. I got a nog for you. <laughs> Like traditionally, like those little wooden cups were called noggins or nogs. So just basically like a cup of eggs, basically, or egg, whatever. People are fucked up. These just drink egg. <laughs> like Rocky. Uh, do, do you like eggnog? Uh, I mean, I, I think there's a reason that people only drink it once a year. <laughs> I've never been a fan myself. Nah, and it's... 
fine, I guess. Well, I especially can't tolerate it when it's like the version without alcohol, because it's just like you're drinking like sweet cream with eggs in it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, and I, isn't that kind of dangerous if you mix like raw eggs in with milk and drink it? I, I mean, Rocky did it as I already alluded to twice and my references are really on point today but mm -hmm. now nah, i mean you, you can do it but i would think that there's some risk yeah but like that's a, an easy way to get salmonella isn't it to like well not an easy way yeah. but it does happen where you get salmonella if you drink like raw eggs it's pronounced salmonella what did i say <laughs> you said salmon <laughs> <laughs> and you can't say it that way? No. No, why not? Fucking European. <laughs> Always adding letters to shit like colour. Wait, hold on. Now now I have to look up the the pronunciation of salmonella. Or yeah, salmonella. salmonella. Hold salmonella. on. Salmonella. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's let's sort this out. Pronunciation of this fascinating audio right now. <laughs> <laughs> gonna win a award for this. Okay, hold on. Salmonella. Sal sal salmonella. Yeah, see, I was right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, that gets you another point. You're up to six points now. Yeah, and the the chemistry of that little segment is just rocking. So I'm glad we did that. Yeah, I'm sure we've lost all our listeners, but you know what? Who cares? It's Christmas. Yeah, I don't want any of them anyway. You fucks. Y you know what? We're we're not going to really have any many listeners of this episode until January anyway, because everyone's going to be busy. Nobody's listening to podcasts. I'm listening to podcasts. I suppose there's the opposite side that maybe there's a lot of people who are very bored with their family and then they all look for podcasts, but nobody's releasing them except yeah. us. And then they can come be bored here. <laughs> so it's it's like a double pile of shit. Okay, anyway, eggnog. Christmas is a time for drinking. Yeah. A lot of people do. I'm not saying that everyone should drink at Christmas, but a lot of people, you know, take their Christmas cheer in a cup of alcohol. One of those things is eggnog. We're going to talk about a little bit of a story uh, with the American military and uh, a riot. Oh, I caught, I know this story. This will be fun. You, you know this story? What story am I about to tell you about? That a uh, bunch of guys got absolutely plastered on it and it did not go well. <laughs> That's pretty much the gist of the story. Okay, listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we can be... No. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> that would be funny if I just ended the episode right there. Okay, we're going to talk about the West Point Eggnog Riot. Yeah! So That's what you want to get fucked up on. <laughs> Got it? Like, I can't even imagine getting bombed off of eggnog. That just sounds unpleasant. Well, I mean, it does have a lot of... What do they usually put in it? Is it whiskey? Is it brandy? I guess it can be I, anything. I Yeah, use your imagination. Piss. <laughs> That's not an alcohol. No, but it's kind of fun. Have people been telling you it is? Have you been drinking piss? I've been had! <laughs> it's typically brandy, although I think a lot so of people... So wait, wait, wait. So that guy that keeps pissing in my mouth telling me I'll get drunk for free was just leading me on? Biscuit. Yeah.
Anyway, so brandy, <laughs> <laughs> brandy, rum, whiskey, one of those things that people usually add it to eggnog, and usually it's a pretty generous amount. So getting on drunk off of eggnog, it's not so far-fetched. It just sounds like something that comes with a doozy of a hangover and like hangover shits mm-hmm. well yeah i mean like you're drinking what amounts to a lot of dairy and cream and mixing it with alcohol and yeah i mean i like to make irish cream over the holidays i mean that's a pretty good drink but i don't i couldn't imagine getting drunk off of it i just throw it in some coffee in the mornings and maybe have you know, a glass of it with dinner, Christmas dinner or something. Yeah, that's right. Start in the morning. <laughs> Get fucky. Well, it's the holidays, right? Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, that's... See, that's my excuse, too, but sometimes I use it and people are like, dude, it's April. <laughs> this is Slovakia, right? So drinking in the morning, we have no problem with that. Yeah, because you guys got nothing else to do. <laughs> Okay, I guess adding alcohol to eggnog might stave off the whole salmonella or sorry, salmonella uh, mm-hmm. effect too. Yeah, probably helps with that. Thank you for catching yourself. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> does it really irritate you if I say salmonella? Mm, salmonella is correct. <laughs> it's when you said fucking salmon. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Okay. Yeah, that- that's good. Yes, I've pronounced it so many different ways, I'm sure everyone's got a reason to be angry. Okay, let's take our listeners back into history. Yeah. Okay. December 25th, 1826, West Point. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with West Point, Biscuit, can you explain what it is? Military Academy it's or a, D-Army. Yes, it's a military academy. It's where people go and study to be officers in the military they have like sort of advanced training in mathematics and things like that in order to be better officers i guess you could say it's a place that here in the south if you tell an old person you went there they like you oh okay there you go then um it's prestigious with rednecks it is pretty prestigious within the military within people who revere the military in the united states anyway so yeah But in its original founding, it didn't have the best reputation. Okay, and let's find out why. Okay, so originally, like, it was founded, like, not long after America was made into a country and things like that. Um, It didn't have the best reputation, like, the students who went there were had a reputation of being uh, rowdy and raucous and a little bit undisciplined. Uh, The War of 1812 did not go well for America's military. There were a lot of failings, and they sort of tried to revamp it because I I don't know if you're familiar with the War of 1812, but there was a... That was was the war where they set fire to the White House, which wasn't the White House at the time, but because they set it on fire, they had to paint it white. Donald Trump made reference to this. He, He blamed Canada for burning the White House. That sounds like something he would do, yeah. Yeah, because the War of 1812, was the goal was the American military wanted to drive the British from the continent, basically take over Canada, and Canadian militias and the British army retaliated and said, no, go to hell, and the White House was set on fire at some point. I, I mean, I know 
Trump's a fucking idiot, but you think he should probably be over that one by now. It's yeah. Been I, I, mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't know. People are still blaming Japan for Pearl Harbor, I guess, but... Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of that one, but we took their military away, so it's okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, anyway, they wanted to reform it, so Colonel Sylvanus Thayer, which is a stupid name. Yes. Uh, but he was put in charge of the military, military academy. I'm happy for him. Yes, good for him. Congratulations. He's dead, but whatever. Uh, he has a stupid name. I can't... He is! <laughs> anyway, uh, I can't think of anyone who would name their child Sylvanus now, but I guess back then it made sense. There's there's a lot of those, like Ebenezer and shit like that. Just didn't make the cut long term. Horatio. Her, there's Horatios still exist. Really? Who's named Horatio? Um, Horatio Sands. <laughs> Isn't that a guy? I I don't know. Who is he? Like an actor or something? Now I have to look this God, up. I sound fucking dumb today. <laughs> Hor- Horatio Sands. Well, it shows up in like Google suggested. So yeah. So I win. He's. What is he known for? He's an actor and a comedian. Yeah, I'm just looking to see... Oh, he's in The Mandalorian, that new Star Wars series. Yeah, so... Gotcha. Okay, whatever. Uh, Okay, anyway, let's avoid that. Anyway, so Sylvanus Thayer, Colonel (laughs) Sylvanus Thayer. Hold on, hold on. Just one one more on this. Okay. I pulled up his Wikipedia and looked up his filmography. Yeah. Um... In 2012, he was in Bachelorette as Barely Attractive Guy. <laughs> the, the, isn't, isn't that a reality TV show, though? Yes, it is, but apparently it was also a romantic comedy. And, and they, they, they gave names to the, the suitors and, like, Barely Attractive Guy? <laughs> He was cast as barely attractive guy. <laughs> so that kind of makes looking this up worth it. Okay. Uh, listeners. In 2014 in Search Party, he was Cabana Man. All right. Anyway. I'm going to stop now. Okay. Okay. Colonel Sylvanus Thayer put yes. in charge of West Point. He immediately put a very strict hand to work on bringing these cadets into line. Uh, he forbid alcohol. He forbid tobacco. Told the students they had to stay on campus, basically. So he, he really sort of cracked the whip once he took over West. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun because young men don't want to party or be near women. Yeah, at the same time, it's young men with a lot of guns. Yeah. <laughs> What's like, your point? It is, as much fun as it sounds, I think it's probably a good regulation to have on a military base. Well, military academies are stereotypically very strict. Like, that starts early. The ones for, like, grade school, mm-hmm. even. Okay. Well. Uh, okay, we don't give a shit about that. Got it. <laughs> Go on. West Point, 
like had a problem with alcohol, a big problem, and he came in and sort of tried to use his heavy-handedness to stop this. There were several taverns that were nearby, and students would often, you know, go there to to drink. I, I thought this was pretty funny. They had there was one tavern nearby that let students barter for alcohol, like they could trade like blankets and clothing for alcohol. That's interesting well i mean i guess they don't have a lot of money so like you've got a bunch of guys showing up he's got to figure out how to make profit off it somehow so they're like all right give me some blankets and i'll give you a beer yeah big in the blanket trade he wasn't entirely successful in stamping out alcohol because there were still a few occasions where like they were allowed to drink like in particular at christmas okay how'd it go <laughs> so this year uh, is in 1826, Christmas 1826, he informed the cadets that, you know, alcohol is still a problem, so you will. he told them, he said, you'll still be served eggnog with your Christmas dinner, but uh, the eggnog is going to be alcohol-free this year. Yay, that's going to make everyone happy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they were absolutely thrilled, absolutely thrilled. Yeah, I mean, that's why we're talking about us, because everybody got along. <laughs> Okay, so this year there's no alcohol in the eggnog, but the student said, we will not be deterred. One of the cadets, Jefferson Davis, I'm sure you're familiar with that name. Yes, he's a great hockey player. Mm, no, Jefferson Davis went on to become the president of the Confederate States of America. How are they doing? Uh, they're gone. <laughs> Come down here. No, they ain't. <laughs> <laughs> they lost the war, but they somehow won the fight? They will rise again, just ask them. Well, uh, yeah, it's, I think the, the amount of racism and inequality yeah. in America is pretty evident that, you know, they succeeded on some points. Yeah, and managed to elect a literal open racist as president, but we're we're not talking about that. Okay, we're talking about Jefferson Davis, who was also an open yes. racist as president, but president of the southern states only. Also, yeah. a, also a student there at the time was Robert E. Lee, who I would be surprised if you didn't know who he was. He also had a little bit of involvement in the Civil War. Just a little. Yeah, I'm kind of a prominent figure. Jefferson Davis had a problem with alcohol in his youth, and maybe later in his life too, but right now we're talking about his youth when he was a cadet at West Point. Uh, once he was so drunk that he fell down a 60-foot ravine. Oh, I mean, that's a nice story to have in your back pocket. I guess so. It's a better story than going and founding a nation that tried to maintain slavery. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't start with that on a first date. Yeah, definitely not. So he's on board with this. Him and a bunch of other students, they sort of organize things, and uh, they steal a boat and take the boat across the Hudson River. Boat! <laughs> oh, God. They take the boat across the Hudson River to find a tavern that will sell them alcohol. It's good to have a passion. They purchase uh, some barrels of alcohol, three or four gallons of whiskey they bought. Good. Yeah. Um, good. <laughs> I'm not... So I like to measure my hard alcohol that I buy is by the gallon. <laughs> 
about how much is a gallon i'm trying to think because imperial i'm just not familiar with how that translates it's a, a lot it's a hard alcohol that's enough to get a lot of people drunk if you tried to go through one by yourself you would die before you got through it oh definitely so a gallon is about 3.78 liters so that's almost four liters that's a lot and they've got uh three or four so that's basically like over 15 liters of alcohol yeah yeah that's uh that's a fuckload of alcohol. Yeah, I mean, if if you're pretty hardcore, like one liter will still get you fucked up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you are seasoned, so these guys that they haven't been drinking, that's a lot. I think a liter is getting close to putting you in the hospital. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Okay. Anyway, so they cross the Hudson, buy these four gallons of whiskey, take the boat back. And I thought this was really funny. They had to bribe the guard because there's an enlisted soldier like standing guard, you know, to stop this kind of thing. And they had to bribe him. They paid him 35 cents. I would have thought he would just take a couple of shots. (laughs) Man, wouldn't it be great if you could bribe people these days by giving them 35 cents? I'd be doing all sorts of shit. Well, I mean, at the time, that was probably quite a bit of money, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like ten thousand dollars <laughs> okay i don't think it's that much but it, it certainly would have been i don't know it was guess i guess it was worthwhile to him because he said okay sure i'll turn my back will you unload your alcohol why don't we look up what the conversion rate would be to today's money i bet the listeners would like that no let's not even bother he he got 35 cents that's funny yeah okay so they what a loser <laughs> They take this, uh, these four gallons of whiskey, and they hide it among their private possessions. Good. Okay. So, Colonel Thayer, he was very strict, but he's not stupid. He, yeah, he is. Well, he wasn't stupid because he, he knew. He said, definitely people are going to try and smuggle some alcohol. So, he appointed a few of his officers to sort of patrol and deal with any incidents that might arise. And they were all bribed 35 cents. <laughs> well, I think an officer in the in the United States military would sort of be above bribery at some point. I mean, like 35 cents. <laughs> uh, you say funny thing. <laughs> okay, an officer at a military academy might be above any sort of bribe that you know, a cadet could offer. Oh, for sure. It's a very moral organization. I I don't think that the cadets had a lot of money to deal with. And I I don't think like 35 cents might've worked for the, the, the ordinary soldier guarding the door, but I don't think the 35 cents would have worked for Captain Ethan Hitchcock or Lieutenant William A. Thornton who were put in charge of this. Okay, you don't got to keep pushing back on me. You can just step over and continue. Okay. It's cool. These two officers were assigned to monitor the North Barracks, which I guess was the rowdy barracks, I guess, in a way. They're the summer camp across the river that nobody likes. <laughs> they had the North Barracks and the South Barracks. And I guess the North Barracks had a bit more of a reputation. That's where Jefferson Davis was. And the South Barracks, like the Glee Club. (laughs) The 
preparations have been made. They've hidden this alcohol among their personal possessions. They've also uh, stolen a bunch of food from the, the mess hall and like hidden it all so they can basically have their party. They've got their food. They've got their booze. They're going to have their own little feast. Yes, exactly. So they start getting drunk, basically. Yeah. 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 As, oh, fuck the eggnog. Yeah, as, as one does, they, they mix up their eggnog. They uh, pound a few. Yeah. See, why include the eggnog if you're doing it in secret? Like, why not just pass a jug around? But I'm, I'm not going to tell them what to do. I, I'm sure there was a lot of that, too. Like, at some point, someone must have said, well, why bother adding this, like, bra eggs and shit? Let's just drink yeah. whiskey. Like, why are we including this shit that nobody likes? <laughs> Around four o'clock in the morning, Hitchcock wakes up to the sound of like some sort of rowdiness. And that's kind of fun. Yes. He found about six or seven of them very drunk. And he was like, Zoinks! <laughs> that's actually a direct quote from his memoirs. Yes. Quote Hitchcock, Zoinks. Yes. Very famous line. So he crashes the party, basically, and what what it turns out to be one of the parties, finds a dr- bunch of drunk people, orders them back to their rooms, goes to leave, finds another party happening in another bedroom. So the first ones, he was like, go back to your rooms, and they were like, okay? Yes, or, or they said they appeared to be leaving anyway. Good. Okay, I don't have any more on that one. I, this this is just like the beginning here. I know there, it doesn't sound very interesting yet, right? But he finds a bunch of drunk people. He says, go back to your rooms. He turns around and then he finds another party in another room. So basically like this barracks has many rooms and he's everywhere he turns, he finds another room with drunk people in it, basically. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> he finds a bunch of drunk people uh, attempting to hide under a blanket <laughs> Except for the ones that traded them at that tavern. <laughs> this this is the level they of just, a, yeah. They just cut lampshades over their heads. <laughs> this is the level of inebriation they have. They're like, quick hide, and they throw a blanket over their heads. Yeah, like, well, nothing here but a very lumpy bed. <laughs> Uh, arguments start to break out. So they eventually, these cadets are now arguing drunkenly with this commanding officer. Gosh darn it, the beds are talking back! <laughs> At some Why point... Why is this my voice? I did, there's no chance I sounded like this. <laughs> At some point, someone shouts that they should get their dirks and bayonets and pistols. Always good thing to come up with when you're drunk yeah yeah so basically at this point now an officer is confronting the drunkenness and some people are starting to suggest that they arm themselves and what a dumb name for a weapon the dirk like you can't sound tough when you're like i'm going to grab my dirk (laughs) well it's just another name for a dagger isn't it yeah and dagger if somebody's like I'm going to get my dagger, I'd be like, I'm leaving. If they're like, I'm going to get my Dirk, I'm just going to make fun of him. (laughs) Until he stabs you. Yeah, well, that part will be unpleasant. But up until then, I'm going to embarrass the fuck out of that dude. (laughs) Anyway, so this is sort of like the kicking off point to the riot. They realize they've been discovered in their drunkenness, and they're 
I guess a lot of them are starting to say, fuck it. Good. At this point, Hitchcock hears that the, the lower floors, some sort of chaos is going on. So he goes down stairs. As one would. As one would. And at this point, Jefferson Davis, with his excellent timing, uh, starts screaming, you know, put away the grog because Captain Hitchcock is coming, just as <laughs> ha- Captain Hitchcock walks into the room. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm what? <laughs> This is the point where Hitchcock orders Davis uh, back to his room, which he did, oddly enough. I guess he was one of the less drunk people, which sort of spared him the later court-martial. Court-martial for this. That's fun. So, so like, as the guy's walking into the room, though, he was like, quick, put this away. He's coming. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Thornton. Lieutenant Thornton, the other officer who was in charge of uh, gathering all this, uh, he's also uncovering this whole drunken fiasco. He's going around and attempting to break up some of the parties that are going on in other places, at which point he's threatened with a sword. This bed swinging a sword at me! <laughs> I think at this point they had stopped trying to disguise themselves as beds. <laughs> that would have been fun if they stayed committed to that bit. Yeah. Well, Lieutenant Thornton wasn't deterred, so bravo to him. He is brave enough to stand up to a drunken person with a sword. Yeah, that's not something that I would do. Yeah. This didn't matter, though, because someone snuck up behind him and knocked him out with a piece of wood. (laughs) Uh, That's fun. So at this point, you've got people arming themselves, threatening officers with swords, and then just going and knocking them out. Which I pretty sure can get you in a lot of trouble. Well, yeah. Hitchcock, on the other hand, he's trying to break into like another room that's been barricaded, at which point someone pulls out a pistol and attempts to shoot him. <laughs> the beds have started sniping! <laughs> These guys have really got to figure out that they're not beds. Yeah. <laughs> like, get with the program. Okay, so Hitchhawk narrowly avoided being shot by a bed when another bed uh, knocked the pistol and uh, sort of the bullet went into like a door frame or something like that. The furniture's gone loco! (laughs) So at this point, Hitchcock realizes that he needs some backup. I would say, yeah, if it's like an entire dormitory going nuts. Mm -hmm. Well, this is is where the shit really hits the fans because um, Hitchcock calls one of the other officers and tells him to bring the calm here. Bring the... What? what? Bring the calm. And by that, he meant by the commandant of the cadets. Uh Uh-oh. Principal's coming. Yeah, basically. Uh, So bring the calm. Bring the commandant. Uh, I guess they just shortened it to calm. But Mm. now... Because it sounds dumb. Yeah, exactly. The military always... I'm the commandant, and I command you to put down your dirks. (laughs) Now, all of these idiots are in their drunken stupor, uh, misheard this, and thought that he was summoning the bombardiers. <laughs> that, you you got to really think pretty highly of yourself, and you think that bombs cut this part out. <laughs> okay, let me give a little bit of historical context. I'm not going to cut that out because it's funny. But <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but the... the... But being so inebriated that you think it, 
bombs are required to stop you. No, no, the, the bombardiers uh, were, he thought they, that he was summoning the bombardiers, which were the artillery officers who were also at West Point. And they kind of had a little bit of a rivalry, like the ordinary officers and the, the artillery officers. And this, he thought that he was calling these guys to come in and break up what was now turning into a riot. And this sort of caused them to put their backs up and prepare even more to uh, enact violence. So they're making like pillow forts and shit? <laughs> Something like that. They're barricading rooms. They're smashing windows. Uh, at this point, the entire barracks is being ripped up by rioting cadets. Good. <laughs> they tore banisters off of the stairwells. They tore wood off of anything they could. They were using them as like clubs. They were knocking holes in the walls. They, they were doing anything like you could imagine a drunken mob would. Just breaking things for the sake of breaking things. Pretty much, right? It's a full-blown riot now. Like, the officers are trying to control this. Nothing is working. They're drunk out of their mind. Uh, they're waiting for the the, com- the commandant of the cadets to come. Uh, eventually, he does arrive. And at that point, I guess people sort of, like, back off. I don't know what the 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 commandant of the cadets had but he arrived William Worth was his name and I guess they calmed down enough to listen to him that seems strange it is and it's not very well explained in any of the articles I found like as always I'll link to them in the the, the show notes there but um he shows up, and I guess basically at that point they're like, okay, we'll stop rioting. Listen here, thou art not but a bunch of fizzles. And they're like, aw. <laughs> and another guy's like, I'm a bed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not part of this, I'm just talking. I'm like part of the set of Pee Wee's Playhouse. Okay, but this is a, a military academy, and things didn't stop working, so the, the reveille was still sounded at about 6 o'clock in the morning. Cool. <laughs> so even after all this riot, they still sound the reveille and they have to come out and form up as the military does every morning in a military academy. And I bet they did a great job and felt great too. <laughs> they estimate that about as many as 90 cadets were involved in this riot. And here they are all drunk out on the parade square forming up in ranks. It's a recipe for success. Great stuff. <laughs> Anyway, that's basically the riot in a nutshell. These guys got a bunch of whiskey. They got ripped on Christmas night. They knocked out one of the commanding officers, threatened people with swords, tried to shoot one of them, tore up their barracks into total mess. Like, I guess it was almost beyond repair. And that's the the eggnog riot. Well, that ended abruptly. Okay. So was anybody, like thrown in jail forever or any shit like that 19 people were court-martialed several of them were expelled 15 were expelled whoops <laughs> um out of those 19 who they charged with a, a few others like were demoted uh a few others were sentenced to other things i, I know that the guard who was bribed to let them in with their alcohol, he was uh, sentenced to one month of hard labor. Yeah, I would think they'd be rather sore with him. And in what I thought was pretty funny, uh, they uh, took away his whiskey ration for Mm -hmm. that month. 
It was 35 cents. How could I resist? <laughs> uh, Jefferson Davis, who actually went to bed when he was told to, wasn't expelled from the academy. Oh, because he just got a good sleep. Mm-hmm. That's that's nice. And he went on to do great things. Well, he went on to become the president of the Confederate States of America. Yep. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Actually, several of them uh, went on to become notable people in the Confederacy. Uh, of course, I've already mentioned Robert E. Lee, who was a general uh, for in the Confederate States of America. He actually wasn't charged in the riot. Out of the 90, they just basically determined that these 19 were the worst offenders, and they charged them, and I guess 15 of them were expelled. But Jefferson Davis, we know what happened to him. Uh, another one here, Benjamin G. Humphreys, he went on to become a Confederate Army general and governor of Mississippi. Which he, is a great place. Yes. And he was actually expelled, yes. So he still went on to become a general. Uh, John Archibald Campbell, he went on to become Justice of the United States Supreme Court. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. This is depressing. Hugh W. Mercer, uh, he was expelled, but he also went on to become a Confederate Army general. I mean, can't one of these guys, you tell me that they, like, sold bubblegum? They were expelled from West Point Academy, but I guess not evicted from the military? Apparently not, no. Yeah, or at the very least, like, their training was enough that they went on to become, you know, prominent officers in the, uh, in the, uh, Confederate, uh, in the Confederacy, I guess. Yeah, they did a great job. Mm-hmm, big, mm-hmm. Th- big things. Yeah. So when you see your family this Christmas and get too fucked up, just pretend you're a bed. <laughs> that is our takeaway. There we go. Uh, Biscuit, what did we learn from this? I just told you what we learned from this. So that's the takeaway? You want people to pretend that they are beds when they're too drunk yeah. over the holidays? Yes, when you drink too much, everything is solved by pretending you're a bed and then joining the Confederacy. <laughs> maybe maybe leave out the joining the Confederacy part. Uh, the comeback's coming. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Biscuit, the holidays are coming. Is there anything that we'd like to wish upon our listeners as part of the happy holidays. Uh, no, I hate you guys. All right. Uh, Biscuit, there is uh, one charitable cause that we would like to reach out to our listeners to engage in, though. Maybe you could tell them a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, um, serious Biscuit time. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, I like me some wrestling. I like me some extreme versions of it. Um, there's one very prominent guy in that field um goes by marcus crane that um it's not great right now he's he's got a infection inside a skull which you don't need a medical background to hear that and say that sounds bad um i'm sure sock will put the link up to gofundme in our notes i will absolutely Um, and if for some reason you can't access that, it'd be pretty easy to find if you just look for um, GoFundMe is the one for Marcus Crane. Um, 
I never contribute to this stuff, and I gave him a few bucks. I would like it if other people did too, because this is going to get expensive. And you know, I've met the guy at a couple of shows. I met him at one in June, and he's a solid dude. And this shit sucks. So, if you can throw him anything, please do that. Mm-hmm. Marcus Crane is just one of the many people in the United States who has endured a medical tragedy tragedy and there's no support system for them like medical bills are expensive in america people know this if you can drop him a few bucks we would be very happy for you to do that uh that's just one charity that we have to throw out there someone in need that you can put support to yeah um like these there are a lot of gofundmes out there that are basically give me money because i don't want to work or you know shit like that and fuck those people but there are a lot of ones like this that it's something sad happened and they need help and if you can ever contribute to those do that absolutely absolutely so with that i'd like to wish all our listeners a happy holidays yeah you know i i hate on you guys but i love you do love you here at Big Bad Nonsense. Uh, if you want to send us some holiday greetings, we'd like to hear from you. BigBadNonsense at gmail.com. Twitter. Or anything. What the fuck, guys? <laughs> Twitter at Big Bad Nonsense. Hit us up. Share us with a friend. If you've got another friend who's bored over the Christmas holidays, or if you want to make your family angry because they all voted for Trump, you can force them to listen to our podcast. And threaten them by Dirk Point. (laughs) Don't threaten anyone with any sharp objects. But do have a safe and happy holidays. Don't drink too much eggnog or any alcoholic fluids. (laughs) What if... So so far in this recording, I've told people to threaten people with knives, (laughs) start fires, and drink more than they should. And, And be a bed. Yeah, and that being a bed solves everything. I am a great influence. (laughs) People, have a safe and happy holidays. Please don't drink and drive. Uh, Share some time with your loved ones, and if you can support some sort of charitable cause, please do. And if you can't find any, Marcus Crane is going to be linked to in the show notes. We've been really happy to have you listening. Yeah, all those things. All right. Thanks a lot, people. Bye.
Mm -hmm. We should have probably talked more about Star Wars because anytime you mention Star Wars on like a podcast or YouTube video, everyone comes out and goes apeshit either because they didn't like your view on it or they have some issue with a black person in it or something like that. Well, I can say some ignorant shit about Star Wars in the next one. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, we can have our own review that's like total bullshit. Yeah, and be like, Chewbacca sucks. Yeah, it's like, why was, why, why was Chewbacca like peeling potatoes for the whole movie? That made no sense. Yeah. <laughs> or, okay. you know, like intentionally confuse it with Star Trek. 